couple of days is like in full bloom and it's this double bloom maybe it's even a triple bloom it's just and then to the right of that there are dapples of these different vibrancies different hues of fuchsia I would absolutely not call this color either pink or red. That's not the right word. It's fuchsia, magenta. It's like glowing. It's so, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I call these electric roses in some of the prior recordings, probably in the first season, maybe second season. I went through those first couple pretty quickly and in the middle there are these coral colored roses also a very electric color these are not pastel these are just roses on fire in their bloom including the yellow one I mean think of the sun So I finished the recording, I looked up at the roses, and I just realized how beautiful they are. When you come out and sit and just look. For context, I work just inside the sliding door window from these roses so I could look at them all day if I looked to the right at the window I could do I 
No. But when I come out here intentionally and sit and look, the appreciation just kind of, I won't call it bubbling up, I'm going to say it radiates up. the recording I did where I talk about appreciation maybe I haven't published that yet I can't remember there's also a lot of <laughs> recordings I've made that are unpublished yet uh, so appreciation <laughs> that word it could mean gratefulness, and in finance, it means like the increase in value. So, our, my gratefulness for this being in presence of these roses increases their value. <laughs> I mean, sit with that for a minute. You could ask value to me or value to it. Does it matter? I don't know. Think about it. I haven't necessarily answered that. It just is a question that came up for me and perhaps for you as well. What I love about their... Their... Uh, their being in time right now is that the buds have just opened enough so that each rose looks like an itty bitty version of itself before it just fully unfolds. And it's so, so beautiful. I mean, they're beautiful all the time. But more especially when I sit or I look, it doesn't have to be sitting, but look, witnessing, observing, noticing, appreciating. don't do this enough with ourself. <laughs> yes, that is so similar. Okay, so you could maybe think of the outside world sometimes, not always but just for an example for a reference if you're feeling unappreciated externally that the outside world is like 
me going about the work day. I'm too busy with my own shit to even look out the window and see anything. I don't, it's like I could be in the dark on two feet on either side and I wouldn't notice at all. As long as like my myopic point of view was the only one that was lit up and what I'm doing is the most important thing and I don't notice anything around me, which I will completely admit to you happens so much to me and I know it happens to other people and this can be taken personally. Imagine these roses taking that personally. But instead, think of yourself as like this rose. Like, they don't bloom for me. They shouldn't get their value from me. And I guess in that context, the appreciation (laughs) that grows when I look at them is actually within me. Okay, no, all right, so hold on. So I'm also hearing that like, that no, the appreciation is on them as well. So obviously when when you do have that external validation, that external appreciation, you also grow. I mean, I've experienced that just recently this year. I found a couple of different groups and I don't feel fully confident in them, but there's a couple people in there that I'm like, oh, you know, they see me for who I am. Let's practice unfolding who I am because they seem to be interested and I get excited in that process about okay well let's explore myself in this context let's try to speak my ideas let's try to uh, open my heart around other people which you probably wouldn't know from this podcast is kind of scary to me. (laughs) So yes, the appreciation. It does, it can come. It can come externally. But these roses are going to bloom anyway. They are going to enjoy the sun and drink the rain and dance with the worms, with their roots in the soil, communicating however magically they communicate with all the other plants in this yard. They're going to do that anyway, and so should each of us. We should each be all of ourselves whether or not the external world looks out from its own busy day to notice.
In the moment that I did look over at the roses and I noticed my own appreciation, I, I thought, oh, that makes so much sense that the people who get the most enjoyment from their, from their gardens are the ones who have that bountiful beauty coming forth. And I just realized that the way that I worded that could sound like, oh, well, maybe I'm not getting that much beautiful bounty coming forth <laughs> because I'm not appreciating it enough. I don't mean it to be some weird uh, guilt-ridden, uh, like, um, oh, what's that? What is that called? Why is that why am I losing it now? Anyhow, it's not supposed to be like that. It is supposed to be like, no matter what your garden looks like, what your area looks like, can you sit or stand or walk and look at it long enough to appreciate it, to see it for what it is. And perhaps you're in a place where you want a lot of potential. Just now the image is coming to me of what about those areas that are really just deprived from nature? They're excommunicado from this magic. Well, I know somebody who can speak more on this subject than I can, my brother, but um, he would say, he would deep dive into the fact that as humans, this is part of our, this is part of our creative beauty is to um, remember and help nature, I think, okay, hopefully you are listening, <laughs> and will help me on that one, we need to record together again, <laughs> the cicadas definitely had something to say. So maybe you got your message through the them instead of me. But yes, there are landscapes that are difficult. And we can have our own internal landscapes that are difficult. Okay, yes, I understand. Alright. So, alright. Okay, so when I was depressed, for example, you can imagine this concrete jungle that is just, you know, suppressing all life. And believe me when I say I absolutely love cities, I'm just using concrete jungle with like the image in my mind of just mm, not even dirt, you know, just 
concrete and the buildings that you can create with concrete, which could be really awesome, but I'm sure the image that I'm conjuring up when I say concrete jungle is the one that I'm intending. Whatever, however that comes to you. <laughs> um, and nature, nature has the ability to do this for us, for us to be able to witness the magic inside ourselves. So if you, so perhaps like the concrete jungle where nothing can live is reflective of what I remember depression feeling like where it would take so much effort but does happen it does happen that the concrete breaks apart and erodes so that the tiniest little dream things can come up break through try to restore for miles wide if it were in their own view probably um, the what do you call it when something's not dead but is just barren barren oh Please don't take that the wrong way. Um, in the fertility sense, I don't mean it in that sense. Therefore, it's really the wrong word. But nature allows us to appreciate this magic within ourselves. however we witness it, wherever we witness it. And please remember that we are all <laughs> nature. Some other things, first I would say, we are all nature. And perhaps lessons can be learned in there as well. What if we everything that we've ever made at one time came from nature. <laughs> oh, but how far is it? How many degrees away is it from where it came from? And how can that help us think about the inherent spirit that we all have okay and as i say that i have to relay that it's always there where we came where we came from is always there it's right there we're not degrees away from it but we can feel so many degrees away from it And it's about getting back to that, to remembering. <sighs> okay, that is enough for today. <laughs> I'll edit the other one. I will publish both. And we'll go from there.
and wishing all of you a beautiful evening or morning or midday wherever whenever you are listening look witness listen Nature is not quiet. And when you are deep, deep in your silence, neither are you. And my saying deep doesn't mean it can't be quick. Notice those moments that bubbles up and springs forth, electric and alive. Sometimes you do have to dig deeply, but other times you don't. Things go in cycles. And some things take practice to notice, to find, and then to notice. And that is all for today.